Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala eşrefil anbiyeyi vel mursalin. Muhammedun Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Teslimen kathiren kathiren. Fama ba'du. My brothers and sisters. We spoke the other day about the importance of focused, consistent work, right? Intelligent effort over a period of time. Consistent, intelligent effort over a period of time. One of the things that I do is to advise venture capital companies. So I get to meet a lot of people in venture capital who give money and who buy equity into startups. And I remember I asked them, I asked one one of them once when one meeting, I said, what is the number one quality that you look for if you are looking to fund a startup? You've got maybe four, five, ten people making presentations. What is the one quality you look for to decide who to put money up behind, right? Guess what they said? You think they said whoever has the best PowerPoint presentation? Yeah? No PowerPoint presentation, no, nothing. One, sim- one, sim- one simple thing. They said we look to see how much of personal investment that person has in his own business, in his own startup. How much of personal investment? Because the logic is very simple. The logic is that if you are not going to invest in your business, why should I? Right? Simple as that. So we, li- we look to see how much of personal investment that person has in their own startup. Significant investment in your ambition. This is the, within quote, so-called secret of success. Significant is the keyword, not token investment. Your ambition is not something you do on weekends. It's not something you do on your, in your spare time. It is what you are doing 24 hours. In 1983, I was running a tea, a tea plantation. I was actually an assistant manager. I was running one division of it. In South India, up in the hills. Very, very beautiful place. I had just returned from Guyana, five years of working there, and came to South India. And I was running one division of a tea plantation. That is when I decided, and I wrote it out, and that's a thing for you to do. If you want to succeed, write down your goal. Actually, physically write it on a piece of paper. Not computer, laptop, and phone and stuff. Actually, physical piece of paper. Yeah, seriously. It has an effect. Write it out, nice and bold. So, I wrote out, I want to be an internationally recognized leadership Consultant, right? So, two or three keywords. One is internationally recognized. So, it was not enough to be recognized in India. India is big enough. I said, no, international. International recognized. And second one was leadership development, leadership consultant. And this was in 1983. 
So what was my significant investment in that? I mean, I never needed venture capital because this is all brain power, so you don't need money for that. But my significant investment in that was that from 1983 to 1994, when I launched when I launched my company, I did not take one single day's vacation. Count the number of years, 83 to 94. Yes, uh, how many? No vacation, not even one day. No Sundays, no weekend, nothing. I used to get 35 days of annual leave, paid annual leave. My wife would go, I mean, 83 to 85, I wasn't married, 85 got married. So when I got married, my wife also bought into uh, my dream. And she would go off to her parents' house. And I would spend that entire time learning how to train, learning how to design training programs, learning how to run training programs. There was no official course that I could go to to attend to learn how to design leadership training programs or how to teach them. To this day, there isn't. That's the interesting thing. You can get an MBA, but there's nobody to teach you how to run a training program. That, that's the reality. So how, do I, how did I learn? I actually went and met people. And I said, please, can I come and sit in your class? I will be a fly on the wall. I will come and, you know, press your feet and I will polish your shoes. And... He said, okay, come. So come was what? Now I am living in, uh, when you go home, look up the back map of India. I am living in the southern tip of India. In a very beautiful place, but that's all forest. Where is the training happening? Not in that forest. So the training is happening in the nearest big city. The nearest big city is maybe 500 kilometers away, maybe a thousand kilometers away. India is a big country. Now, how do I get there? Third class train. In India, third class train meant wooden plank. Right? Nothing else. My salary at that time was all of $800. 800 rupees, not 800 Indian rupees. I got a, I, I did very well. And I was very happy. They, they, they bumped it up next year to 1100 rupees. Right? Divide that by 60. And that doesn't make sense because rupee in India is different. But point, my point is that was my salary. So obviously I didn't have money to go flying in planes and stuff. So third class train, I would sit in a bus, come down the guard road, get onto a train, go there. Now when I reach the city, wherever the training is, this guy allowed me to come into his program. That's it, period. He's not paying me for it. He's not paying for my hotel. He's not paying for anything. I have stayed in hotels you would not kennel your dog in. I've, stay, I've slept in a hotel room which was the size of a closet. And you could smell the bathroom which is on the end of the corridor. Because that's all the money I had. But I would be in that training program 15 minutes before that man or that woman came. Not difficult because I didn't sleep half the night anyway, so, you know. This I did for 11 years. In the meantime, one of my friends said to me, you must get an MBA. Because without an MBA, you know, doors won't open for you. I said, okay. 
But getting an MBA, a full-time MBA is a full-time two-year course. Full-time two-year course means I have to leave my job. If I leave my job, what do I feed? What do I eat? Because it was... So I found an executive MBA course, which, which took the same two-year syllabus and taught the, they taught that to you in one year. What that meant was that for that period, no holidays in there. Fee was the same. Now, I had no money. So, I went to my company and I said, can you pay for this course? Right? Always start at the top. When you're asking, ask for the world. They can only bring it, bring it down. If you ask for less, then they'll never take it up. So, ask for that. Can you pay for this course? They said, no. I said, I'll come back and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sell my soul to you, but they said, no. I said, okay. I said, okay. So, give me a loan. So, they said, we'll give you a loan for 50% of the amount. He said, what the hell is that? I mean, if, I, if you give me a loan for 50% of the amount, I still need 50%. He said, that's your problem. I said, okay, give me the loan. So, ask for the world and take whatever you get. Don't say no to that, right? So, I did that. Now, the other 50%, what do I do? Where do I find it? My only asset was my car, so I sold it. I made the money, put it together, went there. Now, when I went there, I discovered that I had only enough money for the fees and that's it. And that means even when they had, you know, like they had a week off in the middle for people to go to their families and so on, I couldn't go because I had no money. I finished all that. Now, why am I telling all this story? To help you understand what's the meaning of significant investment in yourself. What did I get at the end of all this? In 1994, when I resigned and set up my own company, my one day's fees was my previous job one year salary. That sounds nice, right? But that was not coming unless there was 11 years of back-breaking, heart-breaking work behind it. That is what people forget. That's what people forget. While I was living in India, my own personal sums for my consulting thing was that you should ha your fee should be your living expenses for one month you must earn in one day. Which means that to live for the year, you need to work for 12 days. Right? 12 days out of 365. If you are earning that, if you are earning that, then you are doing okay. I came here in 2019, so leave that part of the part out. But for 20 years before that, Alhamdulillah, I worked for 12 days in a year. 12 paid days in a year. That's it. And what did I do with the rest of my time? I studied Islam. I wrote books. And I did Islamic work free of cost. I never take money. I never take one cent for Islamic work. Alhamdulillah. All over the world. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened doors all over the world. 
or I could do that because I am earning from some other source. I don't need the money. So leave that part of it aside. Just think about this and say that if you guys want to achieve something in life, what must you do? Number one, have ambition. Have ambition. And have ambition that will scare the living daylights out of yourself. Right? Not small goals. Extraordinary goals. It's the nature of an extraordinary goal to inspire extraordinary effort. Make a goal that will scare you, that, that you, you know, you lose, lose, sleep, lose sleep in the night. Then go for that goal. And never compromise the goal. Change everything else. Right? Like I wanted the MBA. I said, MBA, I will get the MBA. I don't care what I need to do to get that MBA. I'll sell, I'll do whatever, right? Short of murder, I will do everything else to get the MBA. I said, I want to be an internationally recognized consultant. That is not changing. I will not change that. I am going to have that. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it. So have, an, have ambition and then have the staying power. Stay behind it, consistent effort over a period of time. Success is inevitable. There is no way you can fail provided you do that. Right? So when you go home now, write your life goal. Adam, write the goal down. Right? Sit in the night, sit up, wake up, stay, stay up all night if you need to, but write it down. And it must be something that scares you, something that touches your heart, something that brings tears to your eyes. I always say, if it can't make you cry, if you if it can't make you cry, it can't make you work. Simple as that. It has to be something which is really you're passionate about. This I must have. Then Allah will give it. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalla Jalla to enable us to have goals which are inspirational for ourselves and for others, and to be able to have achievements which are not only for ourselves but for Everyone who comes into contact with us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala to help us in ways which only He knows and from sources which only He knows. We ask Allah to keep us steadfast on the path leading to His happiness, to His pleasure.